because my self-shame for sure ends up being projected on other people. Even if I work really hard not to, which I do, it still comes out and I notice it, you know, I notice it all the time. Hi everybody and welcome to the Gentle Parents Unite podcast with Vivek Patel and Sujai Johnson. Happy to be here with you for another week. It's usually Sujai and I coming on and talking about parenting stuff, but today we have a special episode for you. Today's special episode is a meditation. In our parenting support space, Sujai and I do weekly meditations. And we wanted to give you the opportunity to experience one. You know, meditating is such an important part of our parenting journey, mindfulness in general. Because our minds, our inner world, is really where we live. It's really where we operate from. It's where so many of our reactions are born, you know, our responses. And especially the responses we don't want to have when we wish we had other responses. Um, those ones can be really challenging, right? And so what we want to do is we want to be able to shift them so that we can respond in ways that are more in alignment with the kind of parents we want to be, the values that we have. And this is so important. So meditation is one of the tools that we share, which really helps with that. Um, so here's a meditation. So every, every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern, I go live and do a group meditation. And I have designed 15 meditations that work on the mind and the emotions, our body-mind connection, our, and integrating the whole system. Because we're a very complex system. You know, humans have emotions and memory and thoughts. And we feel things and we can also think things. Um, and, you know, it's like, and then we have our bodies and our bodies are very related to our emotional state and our, and, our, and our mental state. And the whole thing is connected. And so when we learn how to work with our mind and when we learn how to integrate the body-mind and hear our body wisdom and tune into the the deep part of ourselves. You know, that stuff is really important in our parenting. It might sound foo-foo to some people. For me, it seems to be the most pra one of the most practical aspects of this parenting journey is to do that inner work. Um, so this meditation is called the Progressive Breathing Self-Love Affirmation Meditation. And the idea behind it is that we combine breathing and focusing on our breath to relax us with offering ourselves positive motivation, positive affirmations, um, which then allow it to go deeper into our subconscious. And I guide you through the whole thing, and it's, a, it's just a little bit less than an hour long, including uh, an explanation. And then you get an idea of what we do in our membership space. And if you'd like to join us over there, please do. You just have to go to gentleparentsunite.com slash membership, and you can sign up, and there's a free um, free trial and then you can uh, and you can experience the meditations and the live classes and the coaching and all the stuff that we do all right everybody with no further ado because this has been enough do here's the meditation thank you very much all right so welcome to the meditation today everybody we are going to be doing the self-love affirmation meditation today and i love this meditation because it's a way of us slowing down and reminding ourselves that it's okay for us to, to love ourselves and give ourselves some kindness and give ourselves some compassion. Because in this, in this world, you know, this world is so full of stress and so full of challenges. And, uh, you know, right now, in, globally, it's a very stressful time. And in our personal lives, it's also, to a large degree, I think for most people, a very stressful time. And if we weren't taught from an early age to, to have part of our stress management strategy, a solid self-love practice, 
then it seems very odd to us. It can seem very foreign to us. It can seem like a waste of time. It can seem like a like there's better places to put one's effort. But I have found, especially in the parenting journey, but really in all my relationships, that the deeper I connect with my sense of self-love, with the sense of self-acceptance, if we if we engage in a practice of self-love, if we engage in a practice of um, self-compassion, what happens is uh, we heal things inside of ourselves that we otherwise would project onto our, our kids. And this is one of the reasons it's so important. Another reason it's important is just because we deserve it. You know, we deserve self-love, a good relationship with ourselves. It's one of our many relationships. And um, one of the primary ones is certainly our most long-term relationship, our relationship with ourselves. And it's the one that we're with 24-7. So it makes sense to me to have um, it be a, a harmonious relationship in which um, the two of us, which is really just me, the two of us care about each other and respect each other and care about our boundaries and and work to help get our needs met and hold a sense of empathy and, and compassion when I'm hurting. And, uh, and also to recognize that as a human being, I have a wide range of emotional expressions and I have a wide range of um, um, p- p- parts of me. You know, I have really positive, happy, loving, caring parts of me, and those are real. And then I have really angry, frightened parts of me, and those are real. So another reason that that the self-love thing is important is um, it gives us the practice of loving all parts of ourselves, accepting at least all parts of ourselves, embracing all parts of ourselves. It doesn't mean that we're not working to change some things, or shift some things, evolve some things, deepen some things. I'm not talking about that. But in this moment, the person that I am, I can't change. I can change it to the next moment, but this moment is what it is. So when I'm sitting here with myself, and all of the sides of me are here, present. You know, my anger and my prejudice and my love and my unity, all of it's together. My fear and my courage. Um, I want to be able to accept all of it. I don't want to hate or detest or reject any of it. I want to, I want to feel a sense of unconditional love and acceptance in myself. Because when I can really love and accept myself, even the difficult parts of myself, that's when I can much more fearlessly face the things I want to change, embrace the things I want to improve and grow, and, um, and I become much more conscious. And then I can help my kid with their challenging parts of themselves that they want to change without projecting any shame. And I can do it with the, with the, with the friends and the people I work with, too, because, um, because my self-shame, for sure ends up being projected on other people. Even if I work really hard not to, which I do, it still comes out. And I notice it, you know, I notice it all the time. And uh, I don't shy away from it because I want to, I want to know. And I want to understand myself, um, continuously evolve my understanding of myself. I wanted to say understand myself better, but that sounds kind of linear. So I changed it to, I want to continuously be evolving my understanding of myself. And of other people too. So that's why I think this meditation is really important, um, amongst amongst a hundred other reasons. Because you know, whenever I teach uh, anything to do with parenting, whether it's recovering from yelling, 
or um, or whether it's how to work with kids brushing their teeth or sleep time or food or um, you know cooperation or whatever it is, I always start with self compassion because and self empathy um, because we number one are carrying a huge load inside of us psychologically from our past. Number and number two, all of that stuff gets activated in the moments when we're dealing with difficult and chaotic stuff with our kids. And so when you put all of that together, and then we have, you know, other adults and other influences in our life that add to our stress, not only the past. And then when you put all that stuff, when you put all that stuff together, um, it's no wonder that we uh, have trouble accepting all of our kids' experiences too. But when they feel, when they really feel that we accept them, both the, in quotes, good and bad, then they open up to us in a different in a different way. They don't. Then you know, if your kid steals something, or bullies someone, or 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 uh, lies about something, or hits someone, or or does something that they sh- that they that they feel isn't right, they won't be afraid to come to you and talk to you about it. They won't be afraid that you're going to um, criticize them and make them feel wrong. They know that you're going to be there to support them and to work through it and to help them think about it. Um, I, always, I often say that my kid comes to me because she knows my learning mindset is stable, which means she knows when she comes to me with something, with anything, I'm going to approach it as an opportunity for us to learn about life together, for us to learn about values together, for us to learn about relationships and our relationship and her relationship with herself. And I think that's really a powerful gift that we can offer our kids is that feeling of safety um, in being able to, uh, that feeling of safety in being able to come come to us with anything. And for me, the self-love practice, the self-affirmation practice is one of the fundamental aspects of that. All right, so we're going to get started. We're going to do a, a warm-up first, where uh, a relaxation first, where we're going, to, um, we're going to go through different parts of our body. And because the self-affirmation meditation is focused on breathing, usually I do a breathing warm-up, but we're going to do a whole bunch of breathing just now with the self-affirmation meditation. So I'm not going to do breathing it's still going to be a little bit breathing, but what I really want to focus on is um, relaxing our body through clenching different parts of our body, tensing, and then relaxing, and then tensing and relaxing. My mom actually used to do this with me when I was a kid, and this is one of the ways that she would help me relax, help my sister and I relax as we were falling asleep. And so I always remembered it and practiced it, and I love kind of bringing that old tradition into, my, uh, into the meditations that we do together. So let's start. Find yourself in a comfortable position. Of course, these meditations are designed for parents, which means uh, you may be able to lay down and relax. You may be sitting in a quiet spot, or you may be having your you know four-year-old run around um, and throw toys all over the house, in any, or, or a three-year-old climbing on your head, or whatever it is. Whatever it is that you're dealing with, making lunch, doing the dishes, um, you can still do this meditation because keep the earbuds on and follow along and say the you know say the things to yourself and do the things with yourself and i really really have this desire for meditation to become more integrated into parents busy daily lives which is why i also designed the micro meditation practices so that it can be part of our daily busy lives like i said i think that's really useful because meditation is something that doesn't necessarily take a lot of extra time 
Um, it does, if you sit down and meditate, like that, like we're going to do here, if you're doing a meditation in the sense of watching your thoughts and the different micro-meditations I've taught, then you can uh, find a way to, to do it throughout your, your daily life. All right. Uh, the other thing I want to mention is um, as I go through the meditation, anything that I say that doesn't feel right to you, that doesn't feel like it's something you want to do or that you want to do it slightly differently, feel free to just adapt it in any way that you want. Sometimes I'll say, you know, focus on your belly and you want, and you don't want to focus on your belly. So you can just focus on something else. Or I'll say, think of it this way and you want to think of it that way. And that's totally okay too. So just trust yourself. If you don't have any serious objection, follow along because it does. there is a certain path that, that we're walking along. But I also want you to really know yourself and trust yourself at the same time. That's the center of everything. So um, let's do that. All right. So let's get started, everyone. So let's start with a warm-up. So let's take a couple of deep breaths just to center ourselves. And as you take a deep breath in, really feel the breath going into your body. Feel it rushing past your nose and then going deep into your lungs. And then relax a little bit as you exhale. Feel the tension drain away from your body. Now let's take another deep breath in. Hold it for a moment. And then as you exhale, release tension from your body. All right, so let's start with focusing on the feet. And what we're going to do in this warm-up is we're going to clench um, or tighten the different parts of our body. And then as we do that, and then we're going to hold them, hold them, hold them, and then release. And as we release, just let them relax and let, all, let the act of releasing the tension let your feet relax deeper and deeper. So we're gonna do that. So the first thing we're gonna do is we're gonna clench our feet. And you can take a deep breath in and hold it. Clench your feet, squeeze your toes, squeeze your ankles, squeeze them really tight. And then release as you exhale. And really feel your feet just loosen and relax. All right, and we're gonna clench them again. Clenching the feet as you inhale. Hold the breath. You can even push them against each other. Make sure you don't do it to the point that it hurts because that's no fun. Just add enough tone that you're squeezing and then relax everything as you exhale. And in between body parts, you can just breathe normally. Breath is another thing because I'm often calling breathe here and breathe there, but if that doesn't work for you or it's uncomfortable, you can... Hold your breath a little longer or hold your breath shorter. Breathe in sooner. Whatever works for you. There's no pressure. Um, so now we're going to do the lower legs. The lower legs are from the ankles to the knees. Um, so let's give a good squeeze. So you're going to squeeze. You can like, sometimes you might have to like extend your, uh, like bend your ankles a little bit and then move your legs. But try and focus on the lower legs and just squeezing the muscles in your lower legs. So let's take a deep breath in and squeeze the muscles of your lower legs. Holding it for a second. And then relaxing. Squeezing again. Holding it. And releasing. All right. Now we're gonna do the thighs. And we're going to squeeze the thighs, which I find, I don't know, it's kind of it's kind of an interesting thing to try and isolate thigh muscles. 
you might find and the body is all connected so even when you're squeezing the thigh part of the lower leg is gonna be um beat uh have some tone in it your um your bum was probably gonna have some tone in it you're gonna find everything but focus on the thighs put your attention there all right so let's squeeze the thighs holding and releasing Squeezing the thighs again as you inhale, holding, and releasing. All right, now we're going to do our belly. Um, it's really belly and the sides and the lower back, so it's that it's kind of the lower torso we're going to do all at once. We're going to squeeze that whole thing together as we breathe in. And because when we breathe in, our stomach expands, you can... Um, you can add the tension by expanding your stomach because it's not really squeezing in necessarily. It's more just adding tone. Not really tension. I like the word tone better than tension because tension implies tense. But tone means consciously um, consciously contracting the muscles. All right, let's do it. So the lower abdomen, which is the stomach and the lower back and the sides. Breathing in. Holding it. Really tensing. And then relax. Breathing in again, squeezing the lower abdomen, lower torso. And then release. All right. And um, now we're going to do the upper torso, which is the chest. Above the rib cage, basically, it's the chest and the breasts, uh, right up to the collarbone, and maybe you'll notice your neck and shoulders get in on it too, because everything is connected, like I said. And then you'll have the mid-back and the upper back and the shoulder blades. So the whole upper torso, it's kind of a rectangle, um, a very roundy rectangle. Uh, so we're going to tr try and squeeze that. So if you want, you can actually breathe... Instead of breathing into your belly, you can breathe into your chest and really expand it and hold it tight. Remember, we're trying to create tone and tension and hold it, hold it, hold it, and then really release. All right, so let's do that with our upper torso. Breathing in. Holding. Tone. Tightening. And then relax. One more time. Breathing in and creating tone in your upper torso. And then relax. Okay, now we're going to do shoulders and arms. So I'm going to make fists with my hands. And again, please make sure you're doing this in a way that's comfortable for your body and you're not going to cause yourself any pain or undo injury. Um, this is more about the noticing the contrast between adding tone and relaxing. Adding tone and relaxing. Right? So um, that's what we're going to do. So we're going to clench our fists, clench our arms, and clench our shoulders all at once. And you can notice the neck also gets into it a little bit. Um, so uh, ready, breathing in. Clenching the whole thing. And then relax. 
I noticed I was um, clenching my face when I did the arms too, so I tried to relax my face because we're going to do that next. So if you notice that too, you can try. Let's do the arms, arms and shoulder, arms, hands and shoulders again, which might include the neck naturally. Ready, breathing in, tightening, and then relax. And finally, we'll do our head, which is really mostly the face that we're going to tighten. Tighten the, we're going to tighten the face, and you can like. Really tighten your jaw and your eyes, and you can tighten the eyes either by opening them really wide or closing them really tight. Close your mouth really tight or open it really wide or stretch it really far to the side. Anything that brings a lot of tone to your face, the cheeks and the forehead. And If someone took a picture, it would be a, a very funny one to post on Facebook, basically. So let's do that with our, with, our, with our face. And if you can, tighten the back of your head too, and you can get up into the rest of the... The scalp, it's, that's good too, but really, um, the face is the easiest for us to control. All right, so let's do it. Breathing in. Squinching the face. And relaxing. Really feel your jaw relax. Really feel your eyes relax when you release. Let your head, forehead just release. I know my jaw is one of the places I hold a lot of tension. All right, let's do it one more time for the face. Breathing in and holding. Squeezing. And relaxing. Relaxing the jaw, relaxing the eyes, relaxing your neck. And let's do one final one where we squeeze the whole body all at once. So from the toes and the legs and the bum and the groin and the lower torso and the whole torso and the arms and the head all at once, we're going to make our body rigid just for a moment and then we're just going to relax everything and let it sink into relaxation. Ready and squeeze everything all at once. And release. Really feel that relaxation and release happening. Expansion. Softening. One more time. Squeezing the whole body as one. And releasing. All right, that was the warm-up part of the meditation, the relaxation part of the meditation. And now we're going to go on to the self-love affirmation part. So the first thing I want to do is, if you're able to, just check the chat in the Zoom. Uh, If you don't know how to do that, let me know. And what I did is I've compiled a whole list of self-love affirmations here, and of course there's more. I'd love to keep adding to this list. Maybe I'll post it again and we can get um, the community to add to this list. I like a really big list. But, um, but these, well, I'm going to read through them, and this is kind of your repertoire that you're going to use for the next part of the meditation. And so the way this works is, and I'm going to explain it, and then I'm going to read through these. The way this works is it's actually called the Progressive Breathing Self-Affirmation Meditation, 
Or is it the self-affirmation progressive breathing meditation? I'm not sure which. Which sounds better? And, uh, and the idea behind it is that we give ourselves love and affirmation, but we combine it with a progressive breathing practice so that slowly we become more and more in tune with our subconscious, which is really where we want these, um, these affirmations to land so they become our reality, they become our lens. Um, you know, the, that's one of the beautiful reasons to practice something like this is we change our actual lens. You know, we change um, the way we see ourselves and not it's to the point where it becomes more than a, a conscious effort. It's kind of like as a martial arts teacher, I want I teach my students different moves and different reactions, and then we practice them. And the purpose of practicing them is to make them natural. You know, the other day, my wife and I were in the kitchen, and I don't know, she didn't quite see where I was or whatever, and she moved a, she was moving a, a pot from one place to the other, and she was, and I, I didn't quite see her either. We kind of had our backs turned to each other. I think I was doing dishes, and the pot was coming right from my head, and she didn't see me, and she was going to hit me right in the head with this pot quite hard, and I saw it out of the corner of my eye, and I just made a slight movement with my head and upper body automatically without thinking, and the pot missed me by like an inch. And immediately I, I knew it was my 30 years of martial arts training that allowed me to have that really, really small, really, really well, um, well-distanced, well-timed movement unconsciously. It wasn't panic. I didn't like jump out of the way. It was just, and then, and then the pot went by my head and I didn't even have time to think. And so it's kind of like the self-love affirmations is kind of like that. You know, I've been punched a lot over the years being a martial artist. And so uh, my body has learned not to get punched. Um, and then, then but, but, but you know, I, I still punch myself emotionally. And so the, this self-love affirmation stuff is kind of like self-defense against inner emotional punches. <laughs> And so the idea is to develop that capacity. So what we're going to do, the progressive breathing part is where we take one breath and then we spend a minute giving ourselves love. Then we take two breaths and we spend a, a minute giving ourselves love. And then we spend, take three breaths. So the, the breathing goes up each time and then we go four and we go five. Sometimes I do five, sometimes I do nine, depending on the time. I'll keep an eye on the time. But the idea behind it is as we take longer and longer meditation breaks between the affirmation and we go deeper into our breathing and deeper into our concentration and our relationship with our minds that we create a more open space for the affirmations to land if we did it nine breaths right off the bat we're not slowly building up to it we're not building a capacity we're not adding layers that's why i like to do the progressive breathing so that's, it's a very straightforward meditation. I'll add some different components as we go along, but basically we're going to do one breath. I'm going to describe the, the details of the breath in a minute, and then we spend a minute just, just telling ourselves we love ourselves. And then we're going to do two breaths and three. So that's basically what we're going to do. I'm going to read through these affirmations, and of course, you're totally okay to go off script. You can make up your own. I highly advise it, actually. As you do this more and more, you find ones that are more directly targeted to your personal pain points, um, and the ones that feel really good, 
the ones that you're afraid of often are the ones that are useful to really take in and and spend time working on you know because that fear is a indication or hesitation is an indication that there's you know some some area of us that needs loving but those things felt dangerous when we were young and we had to protect them so we had to close them up and now we can be the loving adult in our lives that we always wanted for ourselves and give ourselves that love. That's really what we're doing here. All right, I'm going to read through these. Right off the bat, I started with the most basic one, I love you. I love you, Vivek. I love you. (laughs) I love you, Vivek. Like that, you know? You're doing okay. You're trying your best. I'm sorry you're suffering. I forgive you. I really like saying that one to myself. Your feelings are valid. Your feelings are natural. You are a good person. You are not a bad person. And I know those two, the good and bad dichotomy seems odd because I often talk about not thinking of things in terms of good and bad. But I know I think of myself as not a good person. I think of myself as a bad person. Not entirely, but the residue from my childhood is 100% there. And so when I use those, I'm directly countering that message. So... That's why I like to say to myself and remind myself, you are a good person, Vivek. You're not a bad person. As much as you believe that, it's not true. You are not. You deserve love. You see how I'm giving you a little bit of extra explanation so you can see the meaning I derive from these and how I relate to them. You, you deserve love. You deserve happiness. You deserve respect. Again, a message I was told the opposite of when I was, when I was young, right, in so many ways. Same with your boundaries are valid. Wow, what a, what a great thing for me to, to believe. My boundaries are valid. I'm here for you. So I'm saying that to myself. I'm here for you, Vivek. It's okay to cry. It's okay to feel bad. It's okay to feel mad, frustrated, ashamed, angry. All the, all the feelings that I often judge myself for, I want to let myself know it's okay. And it's okay to feel joy. I've been noticing lately that when I feel joy, I suddenly feel bad. I'm like, oh my, is it okay for me to feel joy? So many people are suffering in the world. Is it because of my privilege that I'm allowed to feel joy? I don't like my privilege, so maybe I shouldn't feel joy. But I don't think me stopping myself from feeling joy of life is actually going to help anyone increase the joy in their life. It's not going to help anyone find equity and justice and safety and love and togetherness. I really don't. I mean, it's different than avoiding my pain and pretending I'm feeling joy so that I don't have to feel it. But there's a part of me that really doesn't feel it's okay for me to feel joy. So it's a really good, good affirmation. And then the next one is your friends are not all going to leave you if they truly knew you. And I wrote in brackets, okay, that one was my personal script. So when I talk about being specific about your pain points, that's one of my pain points, you know, like just in the last and the, the thing is, sometimes those things do happen, you know, like I had a somewhat of a disagreement with a friend yesterday, and I'm living with all this fear today that because of that disagreement, rather than it being something that we can hold together, it's going to be something that pulls our friendship apart. And I'm like, I'm like scared because, you know, I'm always thinking everyone's going to leave me. So that's a good one for me to remind my, myself of. Your pain illuminates that which you hold near and dear to your heart. So your pain is part of passionately loving. Your pain is not greater than you. So this is a different way of relating to our pain, right? Pain, the pain has information in us. A pain comes from our desire to be loving beings. And our pain is something that we can, um, we can find our way through. 
you are powerful. It's really important to find ways to use your language and the language that resonates with you, right? You are powerful. You deserve to be seen and heard. You deserve to be accepted. You deserve to be celebrated and noticed. You deserve to love. You deserve to be included. You deserve loving attention. So let's start. You can use this list and you can also um, improvise off it and find your own and find your own thing. So we're going to start. So we're going to start with one breath. So here's how we do it. So again, find yourself in a in a comfortable position. And let's just take in a deep breath to center ourselves and connect to our bodies again. Deep breath in and hold it. And then relax as you exhale. And let's do one other one. Breathing in and holding it. And relaxing as we exhale. All right. So what we're going to do for our progressive breathing is we're going to do the same kind of breath. We're going to breathe in, hold it for a moment, and breathe out, hold it for a moment. So for this, we're actually going to hold the breath in and hold the breath out. And I want what I'd like you to do is pay just a little extra attention to how your, the, how your mind feels, the space in your mind, the quiet in your mind, the relative quiet in your mind, in those in-between parts, the in-between of, of the in-breath and the out-breath. In meditation, in Vedic instruction, it's the in-breath and out-breath is called rechaka, puraka, and kumbhaka, with rechaka being the, being the holding of the breath in and out. And so we want to hold that breath just for a moment. And we're going to do one to start. So I'm going to demonstrate, even though it's not that complicated, but I can demonstrate. So it's breathing in, holding, breathing out, and holding. And then I breathe normally. And then I'm going to, and when we do that one breath, we're going to do it together. And then I'm going to set my alarm, my timer on my phone for one minute. And at that point, and a minute might seem long at first, at that point, we're going to spend a minute talking lovingly to ourselves. Now, if you aren't used to talking lovingly to yourself, my advice is to have this list open and pick one and say it to yourself and see how it feels. And then say it again and see how it feels. And then pick another one and say it again. And then you can vibe off one of these two a little bit. You know, I forgive you. I know it was hard. You did your best. I love you. So you'd like that. Um, And then because we're going to do this at least five times, um, you can pick one and talk to yourself for a minute. All right. So let's do that. Let's, we're going to start. I'm going to open up my, uh, my timer, quick timer, one minute, ready to go. And... Let's take that. Let's do that breath together. Ready? So breathing in, holding, tuning into the quiet, and breathing out, holding, listening. All right, and one minute on the clock. You can say some affirmations to yourself. And I'm going to do some of my own practice out loud so you can hear how it sounds when I'm doing it. I love you, Vivek. 
I know you're trying really hard and you're afraid and it's okay to be afraid. It's okay to have butterflies in your stomach. The world is a difficult place. And not everybody sees your good intentions and that hurts sometimes, I know. But it's okay, I see them and I love you. You're doing okay. You're trying your best. Okay, I'm going to be silent for the last little bit. All right. That was great. Thank you. So now we're going to do two breaths. I suppose if we had a much more luxurious time, we could do two breaths in two minutes and three breaths in three minutes, but I'm going to keep the affirmations just to one minute for now. So we're going to do two breaths. Ready? Breathing in. Holding. Listening. Breathing out. Holding. Breathing in. Holding. Breathing out. Holding. All right. Let's take another minute on the clock. And this time, when you are saying those things to yourself, saying loving things to yourself, try and allow some emotion to come into your, into your voice. Really feel, not just the words, but feel the feeling behind the words. And I know that can be hard if we're not used to giving ourselves love like that. So I encourage you to challenge yourself a bit and offer yourself that kind of, that kind of deep love. All right, so let's do a minute when we're adding, consciously adding more emotional content into the words that we that we're saying to ourselves. One minute, go. You deserve love, Vivek. You deserve it. I believe in you. It's okay when you make mistakes, Vivek. It's okay. It's okay to struggle. Because I know you're trying your best. I really love you. All right, that's one minute. So let's move on to three breaths. And after we do the three breaths, for this one, um, try and, if you feel like it, try and add a physical component to the, to the self-love. 
So for me, often what I'll do is I'll wrap my arms around myself like I'm holding myself, like I'm hugging myself. Um, sometimes I, I will gently stroke myself in some place that I feel um, that I feel a lot of affection. Like I like I like personally I like my tricep, the back of my the back of my upper arm to be stroked. Sometimes I just stroke my tricep lightly or my cheek. Sometimes I put my hands over my eyes to feel that warmth. Sometimes I put my hands on my belly if that's a place I'm feeling a lot of uh, a lot of activation right now. Maybe you can feel in your body where are you really activated, or you can feel what kind of physical affection um, would feel like comforting. And I mentioned this a lot, but only because self love isn't something we're taught as children in general. Um, self compassion, kindness, and affection. That if this is odd for you, giving yourself affection, you know, loving affection physically, I encourage you to, to challenge yourself. Now, I just want to mention that if you have a sensory thing where you don't enjoy that, um, you don't enjoy that kind of touch, that's perfectly acceptable, um, then modify it. Another thing that you can do is maybe um, just clasp your fingers together and just hold your own hands, which is really nice. And if you need even less physical touch than that, you can just touch your two index fingers together. And just feel that sense of, of connection. And of course, like I said in the beginning, if this the touch thing doesn't do it for you at all, um, you can let it go. You know, trust yourself. Um, there's a, but there's a, there is a difference between we're resisting it because we have some fear around it because of, we're not used to loving ourselves that way. Then I say push yourself. If you're doing it because it's sensory or it really feels like not the right thing for you, then trust yourself. Is always finding that balance, and no one, ex no one other than you knows that balance. You know, we can, we can perceive those things for other people in other people, but to be really, really sure, it's really got to come from within you. All right, let's do three breaths, and we're going to use add the emotion from before and add some physical touch at the same time. All right, breathing in, holding. And breathing out. I'm not going to say holding anymore. You know that we're holding. Breathing in. And out. One more time in. And out. All right, I'm going to set another minute on the clock. And one minute, go. And I'm not going to talk through this one. I'm going to let you have this one on your own.
All right, that's one minute. Wonderful. So let's move on to four breaths. And um, when you're breathing, this time when you're breathing, you can also pay attention to your the space between your eyebrows, a little bit above, commonly known as the third eye, um, or, or the Agya Chakra. We do also do a chakra breathing meditation. So you can... Uh, you can focus uh, there, as you, especially on the in-between parts. That's a really good place. All right, so let's breathe in. And release. Second breath in. And exhale, holding. Breathing in. And out. One more time in and out. All right. Putting one more minute on the clock. And um, this time when you do it, allow yourself to feel like you're talking to a young version of yourself. Like you're offering positive love affirmations to your inner child. And you can pick just the inner child in general, or you can pick yourself at a particular age where you might feel some resonance. For me, I usually go either, usually it's either a three-year-old Vivek or 13-year-old Vivek. Those are the two I feel the most clear about um, inside myself that I want. I can feel that longing and that pain and that isolation, and I really want to connect. And, uh, and so just have that feeling that you're talking to yourself as a child, that, that softness and that, that care. And really let yourself feel it and take it in as you, uh, as you do that. All right, one minute, starting now.
All right, everybody, we'll do one more round, and that'll be five breaths. And, um, and I'll give you one more variation after we do the five breaths, just before we start. So let's do five breaths together. Um, breathing in. And out. And in. And release. Inhale. And release. Breathing in. This is number four. And out. And in. And out. All right, we're going to do one more round for one minute. And this time I want you to focus on the feeling of receiving the affirmation. All this time we've been focusing on giving the affirmation. This time I want you, as you say it, I want you to simultaneously open yourself, almost as if you're imagining someone else that you really love and trust is saying this to you, and you're just letting it in. And you're letting it into your mind, and you're letting it into your emotional state, and you're letting it into the cells of your body and your nervous system. You really open up. And just let that love in, let that positive affirmation in. All right, so we're working on receiving now. And receiving, again, it can be really challenging. So it's okay if it's hard. It's okay if it, do- if it doesn't work out the first time. You know, we're, we're practicing and we're working on building capacity and we're working on building layers. And that's what this is all about. So don't judge yourself. Don't be harsh with yourself. I mean, that's, it's, it would be funny and ironic to be harsh with yourself about how well you do a self-love affirmation. So let's avoid that whole contradiction and just accept however this works. Because we're, we're, we're all in this together and we're all evolving. All right, so we're practicing receiving this time. I'm going to set one minute on my clock now and go.
All right, everybody, that is the end of the self-love progressive breathing, self-affirmation progressive breathing meditation. Or is it the progressive breathing self-affirmation meditation? I'm not sure yet. Um, I'm grateful to everybody for for joining me in the process. It really is a process. Um, you can imagine going to nine. You can imagine going to 20, you know. Um, each one of these, each time we do the progressive breathing and slow down, we really deepen and we till the soil a little bit more to plant the seed of that positive affirmation. And so it's really, um, it's really beautiful. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in for another week. We would love for you to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review if, uh, if you feel like it wherever you listen to your podcast because that can really help us out. And you can, find, you can find us on Facebook in our big Facebook group, Gentle Parents Unite. And we also have our membership group, which is gentleparentsunite.com slash membership, where we do these meditations every week. Like I mentioned, I'm actually about to do one in half an hour. And, uh, and the one I'm going to do in half an hour is where we create a safe space in our mind and a meditation area. And we do learn how to meditate in our minds so that we can carry our meditation with us everywhere we go. It's really cool. And uh, my, my personal social media is Meaningful Ideas. That's where I do a lot of my lives and videos and articles. I've got probably over a couple of hundred articles on my Facebook page. And I have 60 videos, parenting videos on my YouTube, which is also Meaningful Ideas. And you can also check me out on Instagram. And that's it, everybody. Thank you very much. Have a great week, and we'll see you next week.